Hi, I'm Frederick March. I'm here to show you what the best practices are to change your life and become more successful in everything you do. This is episode two, my morning routine. Hey, how you doing, Frederick? You've been good? Yeah, nice to hear from you. Nice to see you. <laughs> yeah, I can't see you. You can see me, I can't see you. Not yet. That's why it's funny. Okay. So here I am. Day two. So I wanted to give a little more information. Uh, I know my first video was long, but I think it had to lay a foundation of where I was going, what I want to go, where I want to do. And I just want to talk about what I've done already and my plans to do and to implement what I want to. So what I'm talking about on these podcasts and these video blogs are things that I actually want to do, things that I actually am going to put into practice. Not everything. I, I've learned about myself that I need to implement one, two, three, maybe four, maybe five things and I do those things consistently. When they become a habit and there's no longer thought process involved, then I can add something new and add something new. Uh, I have ceased a lot of my progress in the past because I overwhelm myself, because I gain as much knowledge as I can about uh, so many different areas that I want to implement, implement those things that I find interesting and probably helpful. However, I overwhelm myself and I get um, frustrated. I end up not recording another video, not doing uh, the posts that I need to do, not doing the things that I need to do Instead, I sit in front of the boob tube and I watch some stuff that, you know, doesn't grow me forward, just shuts my mind down and closes out all the fact that I have failed myself again by not proceeding with my process. <laughs> I've said before, I'm a Christian, you know, and one of the things that I pray a lot about is about becoming a disciplined follower uh that word discipline yeah, that was always a very difficult thing for me i am a very uh spontaneous person <laughs> let me clarify clarification a little bit of clarification for the situation i am spontaneous but i don't like change <laughs> yeah Woo! anyway so if i'm in a pattern and like it's a work pattern and I, I work from this time to this time and I do this and I do this. Uh, I like that kind of a pattern. I like my life to be in a pattern. But I'm not good at setting myself patterns to walk through in my everyday life other than my work schedule or 
you know, I am not editing, editing any of these videos, but I am a professional video editor and audio engineer and graphic designer. And I built website and I built apps and, you know, I was a programmer in the past. And so I could do a lot of those things, but I do not want to take away of the genuineness of this process by cutting out my foibles, my errors, uh, my, uh, we, you know, my wife and I have showed people and taught them how to do public speaking. A lot of the times I am making all the mistakes that I tell people not to do. I do, uh, I do, uh, I'll look up, I'll look over, I'll get, we do it all. But I found watching people who are speaking in public and are paid to do it, I kind of like them more when I see a mistake. I feel like, oh, they're, they're not perfect. Because the last thing you want to see is somebody standing in front of you who says, my life is an Instagram post. Everything is perfect. Everything is wonderful. The, the, the water's bluer, the sand is whiter. I am in fit shape. My skin is perfect complexion. Now, part of what I'm starting to do with my own self, because I have self-esteem issues about my appearance, because of my weight, and, you know, so I have decided in my life that I am going to make it an effort to try to take care of the way I look. I was going to do this video earlier, uh, with a scruffy face, not shaven, and my hair not fixed up a little bit, and in a t-shirt. And I perceived myself, I said to myself at the time, well, it's genuine, this is who I am. I don't always wa walk around with fancy shirts on. I don't always, and it's true, I don't. But I'm trying to change the way I think about me. So just because I don't do something on a regular basis doesn't mean it's something that I shouldn't be doing on a regular basis. And just because I do do something on a regular basis doesn't mean I should continue to do do those things. Yes, I said do-do. <laughs> Amateur. Yeah, I brought it up. <laughs> so I shaved before I came on here. I fixed my hair up a little bit. I even trimmed my eyebrows. They wouldn't look all so, hey, how you doing? So, trying to fix so I look better. But it's not just about shaving. It's not just about getting your hair done. It's not just about uh, wearing a nice shirt. It's also about my appearance of my surroundings. My appearance of my uh, desktop on my laptop. My appearance of all kinds of things. I want to clean it up. Some people tell me, my wife's a big one for this. People tell me that so many things around them, too much clutter around them distracts them, makes them have too many things that are a distraction and they can't focus on the process at hand. I've never really had that issue. I can block everything out and just super hyper-focus. Not a problem for me. But I also recognize the fact that I haven't had success long-term. 
Maybe it's a factor. Maybe it's a factor. Maybe I need to do the things I need to do in order to keep my surroundings cleaner, more tidy, uh, more organized. A little effort. Well, that's all it takes. A willingness to see that it's possible that I'm wrong. Not likely, but possible. So I'm going to start with my kind of my morning routine. So I wake up in the morning. As soon as I wake up, I try to put my focus right away and thank the Lord for this wonderful day that he's given me. And think about, about some things that I'm grateful for that happened the day before. And the things that I'm excited about that could happen today. Gratitude is a huge part of success. I thought it was hokey. I thought, well, seriously? Like, but again, back to my previous comment, I haven't had long-term success. Why? Maybe because I haven't been grateful. I haven't used gratefulness as a tool. I haven't used praise and worship as a tool. So it's possible that it would make a lot of difference in my life. But I won't know until I do it consistently over a period of time. So I'm doing it. Um, it's not causing me any problems. It's not making life more difficult. It's not like I wake up and go, oh, darn, I got to do this stupid thing. No, I'm actually enjoying it. I'm starting my day off better. So it seems to be doing something in my spirit, in my mind, in my body. So after I, I go through that process, I then will take the time to lay down in my bed. I'm still there. I haven't gotten up yet. And I close my eyes again. For me, I won't fall back to sleep. I'm up. I'm up. Other people, maybe this wouldn't be a good practice for you because maybe if you close your eyes to do some envisioning, which I'm going to talk about, you might fall back to sleep and it's not going to be effective for you. You may need to get up and go get your coffee or go get your tea and then find a nice comfortable place to sit to do this. But for me, it works that I wake up, I stay in bed, and I use that time. So... I envision. So what I do is I close my eyes and I'll just describe my vision that I'm using to help me feel where I want to go and to activate the crew to tell them what my plans are so they can do whatever is required for me for them to do in order for me to recognize signs and opportunities that I would not have before because the crew is putting my awareness on this or on that or on this or my focus or bringing creativity to the forefront, uh, whatever did I need to be. So what I do is I in, in my vision, I see myself laying in my bed, waking up in the morning. Now, it's not this bed. It's another bed. It's in another location, somewhere tropical. I'm not sure where it is yet, but I wake up. I sit at the edge of the bed and I do the same thing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this, my day. 
you know, what am I looking forward to today? Well, today yesterday was fantastic. Uh, you know, I, I did this yesterday. I did that yesterday. It was really great. I really, I really enjoyed that. Doing that kind of thing. In my vision, I am doing that vision. Because I want it to be a sustaining, long-term thing that I'm doing in my life. So I need to use that. So I'm, that's what I'm doing. So I envision myself sitting on the edge of the bed and doing that kind of thing. Then I stand up and I walk to the bathroom. As I walk into the bathroom, there's a mirror in the bathroom. I see myself fit. I don't have six-pack abs. I'm not going crazy, but I am thinner. I'm in shape. I have good chest muscles, good abdomen muscles. I don't have any extra skin hanging off, no extra flab hanging off. Everything is nice where it's supposed to be. I can see my muscles in my arms and my, my chest. I am fit. I'm healthy. That's what I see in the mirror. And then I go down the stairs because in this envision, I got a lot of detail. I sleep on the second floor and there's a first floor and then there's a subfloor. So on the first floor is the bedrooms and the bathrooms. On the second floor is a kitchen and dinette and a balcony and uh, another bathroom and a front door that goes outside. And then in the basement or the subfloor, there's a shower down there. There's a gym down there and it's access to the beach. That's what I've created. So I get up, I go downstairs, I go to the machine, get myself a coffee. I am, I don't have sugar in my coffee anymore, but I, I have milk in my coffee. But my plans, my long-term plans, I drink my coffee black. That's my long-term plan. But I'm generally just slowly going to the process where I'm doing that, getting to that point. So in my vision, I'm grabbing a black coffee. I can see it. It'll become the thing. I'll want to crave it. I'll have it. I envision not having sugar. I no longer have sugar. It doesn't bother me. I love my coffee. No sugar. Okay by me. I don't have sugar hardly in anything anymore. You know, every once in a while I have a snack or a treat or something like that. But the only sugar that I have is sugar that I get from fruits um, and that kind of situation. Okay. So I get my coffee. I sit down on my little, my little couch that looks out on a big, huge bay window that looks out of the porch. It looks out on a beautiful crystal blue water with white sand all the way around. Outside the view, I see the water and I see a peninsula that goes all the way around into a big horseshoe shape. And there's like a peninsula out in front of where my, and then the open ocean there. I drink my coffee. I grab my phone. I read the Bible. Because I do that every morning. I read my Bible every morning. I read my Bible. I spend a little time with the Lord. And I put my cup back where it was. I go downstairs into the sub-basement. I am only wearing shorts. That's all I'm wearing. Uh, you know, not underwear, but shorts. And so then I go outside and I run around the inlet to the peninsula on the other side. And I do a run. I run around. When I get to the other side, I jump in the water. I swim over to where I am staying, which is my house. And wherever tropics this is, I have no idea yet. And I swim across. I get out. I go inside. 
There's a gym in there. I'm doing push-ups. I'm doing pull-ups. I'm doing uh, crunches. I'm doing a workout. And I see myself doing my workout, enjoying my workout, loving my workout, loving the feeling of my workout. Big part of this envisioning thing is feeling the emotions. I even, when I'm envisioning, sometimes will flex the muscles that I know that I would be flexing in the, the image. So if I'm doing push-ups, I'm flexing my chest muscles, my arm muscles. I'm even doing a little bit of the motion, like I'm doing the push-up. But I'm not actually doing that. I'm envisioning it, but I'm, you know, to engage as much of me as possible. I try to imagine, and I, it's not hard to imagine. I try to imagine the the smell that I would smell, when, you know, when you're working out and you're doing well and you're sweating. And I just swam in the ocean, so there's a little bit of saltiness there. There's a little brininess there. I imagine that smell while I'm working out. I, I imagine the coffee, the smell of the coffee while I'm drinking it. I feel the feeling of peace. I feel the feeling of joy. I feel the feeling of success while I'm running around and then swimming across and then doing my workout. After the workout is finished, I take a shower. I put on another pair of shorts. I go upstairs, have another coffee, have something to drink. So this is my envisioning. Then I, you know, it's a longer process, but, you know, I'm not going to get through all of it, but I'm going to tell you. Then I get into my Tesla because I want to own a Tesla. I drove from my place to the hotel that I go to that I have a regular gig where I do public speaking and I help people and I encourage them and I help them to get over their issues and difficulties and change their mindsets and what I'm doing here. But it's a full-time career where I live in the tropics to do that. And it's, I think I do it for, in my mind, I've created a three-month contract where I do it for three months. It's mostly during the winter. And then... I'm back on tour doing my thing. So this is part of it. And I, I, I feel the feeling of being on stage and feeling pride in that I'm helping people, feeling contentment that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm doing what I'm here to be doing. I feel that pride and that carries with me all day. I haven't even gotten out of bed and I already feel like a success. I already feel strong. I already feel... Like, uh, I'm healthier. I feel it. When I wake up, I when I get out of the bed, I am actually feeling like I, I did those things. And I can feel the joy. I feel the peace. I feel the contentment. I feel the pride. I haven't done any of that stuff yet. I haven't even gotten out of bed yet. But I feel it. And it's changing me. It's changing me. It's making me feel prouder about myself the only reason i'm doing this podcast now is because i've been doing this for a while and i i'm like okay i need to start this process i need to start this role i need to start this so this is what i'm doing i'm doing a podcast and i'm doing uh, a video blog put on youtube that's what i'm doing this is also giving me the opportunity to stay committed to something to do this on a regular basis, to develop this on a regular basis, to put my material out there, put what I'm feeling out there, put what I'm saying out there. Not just for me, but yes, for me, but for you. And to see what I'm doing 
And if when I go through this process and you see me develop from, because I'll let you know if I leave my job and I'm doing this full time, I'll let you know if I got a raise, I'll let you know if uh, my weight has gone down, I'll let you know. I'm not going to hide it. This is, I want to be real in this channel. I want to, I want to talk to people who have knowledge that's going to help me and help you. Help me. Help you. Yeah. Anyways, so that's what I'm doing. And this is before getting out of bed. So part of that envisioning process for me is... And, you know, people might say, because if I have fellow believers uh, watching, they might say, well, that's very new agey. It's not new agey. It's not new agey at all. It's old agey, if anything. God, God, God himself in his words said, people perish without a vision. People perish without a vision. Why do people perish without a vision? Because they can't see what they're working towards. Envisioning something is just you seeing where you want to go. And so you don't perish. And a perish can mean, yes, you're dying. Yeah, you, you actually physically die. Perish could also mean a fruit perishes. It withers and dries up and is gone. Your motivation could perish. Your goals could perish. Your financial situation could perish. Your diet could perish. If you choose to go on a diet. I'm not choosing to go on a diet. I am doing intermittent fasting. And that's a different thing for me than a diet. Because I can eat what I want to eat. I just eat it within a short window. But I've also made decisions. I have been diagnosed with diabetes. So I need to make sure that... It, that stuff is under control and I'm doing better at it. Now I'm not consistent with my medication. I have a mindset about that. I think that I shouldn't have to be on medication and I'm probably right, but I haven't gotten to the point physically to justify that decision yet. And that's a total and utter decision for you and your medical per personnel to discuss. Don't take this as medical advice. I am not a doctor. In fact, I probably shouldn't even give myself medical advice, but here I am. So that's, so that's what happens. So you need to change the way you see yourself. Otherwise you will perish. If you don't, if you can't see yourself as physical and strong and confident and, you know, walking through life with this peace and this joy and this excitement, the reality is you could die from a disease that you could have prevented if you just saw yourself differently. I saw myself as fat and stupid for most of my life. And I was not stupid. I acted like I was stupid. I took jobs for people who didn't need to have any kind of training or education. I was always overweight. And because I said that, and I wasn't always overweight, but because I said that, I had to make it right. I had to prove it. So I ate a lot of food. And I did not work out. 
because I had a thought in my head. I am overweight. I will always be overweight. Well, I have to prove that right. And so I overate and it didn't work. It didn't work out. I didn't move my body. I didn't do physical activity, which I love physical activity. <laughs> I love it. I love the... Wasn't martial arts and boxing and kickboxing and and all that kind of stuff and I uh, dancing I I was I used to dance all night long man I loved all that stuff I loved it and I was fit and healthy but I didn't see it because I still believed I wasn't now I believe I'm fit and healthy and I'm starting down that road in fact soon I'll be joining a gym you know it's not that I need to join the gym. Because I could work out from home. And I can work out from home. But I know that I know that I know. For me, to join the gym, to go to the gym, is going to be part of my process of being consistent. Because then I have a place to go. And I'm going to plan it. And I am going to be getting up in the morning and going in the morning before I go to work. That's the plan. We'll see. But that's the plan. So you have to change the way you think about yourself. You have to, because without a vision about where you need to go, you're going to perish. And I don't want you to perish. For me, and when I die, I know where I'm going. I don't know your situation. I don't know if you know where you're going. I don't know if you have confidence in that. That's something you need to figure out for yourself. But even still, let's hold that situation back as long as possible. You can't help if you walk out the street and get hit by something. You, you can't help that. But even if that happens, think about it. And if you hadn't done any of the things that you wanted to do in life, if you're in that moment, you're going to be thinking, wow, what a, what a waste. But at least if you're walking through the path, you might not have finished your goal, but maybe you're in the process. What you've put out there could help people. You never know. So you have to envision, you have to see what possible in the future. I know it was difficult for me to see myself fit. It was difficult because all I could see was fat. So what I did, you know, and this is, you know, this is what I did. As I went online and looked for a image of a fit male body and not nude, just a fit male body. Not a bodybuilding one because that to me was unrealistic and not something I want to go to. I just want to see a fit body that's approximately my shape and size and height. Approximately. So I found one. And then I put my head on the top of that body. Digitally, you know, obviously. And then I printed it out. And I put it on the wall. That's how I began to be able to see it. And so some when I would vision envision, I would see that image of me but it got to a point where i wouldn't see that image of me anymore because i i built my body from the ground up so this is what i did i laid in the bed and i envisioned that body it's like i was building that avatar i took my mind and i looked okay what do the feet look like okay then what what do the calves look like and i worked my way all the way up to my face what would my face look like? Leaner, stronger, nice jaw. 
I did the, that whole thing. Now, when I walk around in my envision, I see that fit me interacting in that process, which I know that I know that I know is going to get me to the point of making decisions that are going to keep me on that path to get to that point. Because that's what the crew is told. This is who you are. This is what we're going to do. We're going to do public speaking. We're going to be dressing really nice. We're going to be running on the beach. We're going to be swimming across into the thing. We're going to be doing pull-ups. We're going to be doing push-ups. We're doing sit-ups. We're lifting weights. This is what we're going to be doing. Get ready to do that. So, all of a sudden, you get more energy. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, I, I, I didn't want to join the gym. I wasted a million, not millions. I wasted lots of money on gyms. I had memberships for years and I never went once. Because I thought the membership was enough motivation for me. Unless you change what's going on in here, you're wasting your money. So envisioning for me is a critical part, part of my walk, of what I'm doing, what I'm going through. And I don't believe it's anti-Christian. In fact, I think it's so Christian that people, non-believers, are using this tool that God has given us more effectively than we are. And that's sad. So, that's what I do. I envision. Then I, I drink my, I get up and I go upstairs and I drink my coffee and I read my word and, you know, I spend some time with the Lord. At this point, um, we have a little bit of a prayer meeting in the morning. I do that before I head out the door to go to work. I try real hard to prepare my food ahead of time to take with me. Sometimes I don't do it. This It's an area that I need to be more consistent with. Sometimes I do. I'm trying to stay away from bread, mostly. Um, because I am not having breakfast, because for me, I don't feel the need to have breakfast. And I'm only eating between 12 and 6 o'clock. Uh, I'm pretty much having two meals right at this point. I'm having a lunch and I'm having a dinner. I might have a little snack in between, which is usually some nuts, uh, some fruit, uh, something like that. Because I'm working pretty hard physically, um, it makes a difference for me. So I need, I need to have that. So that's that's what I do. So my my mindsets are to control what I eat. Now I have been in the past very very consistent. I get me really consistent at the things that I shouldn't be con really consistent at of having uh, first snack, second snack, third snack, and then midnight time snack. Really consistent. So now I'm no longer consistent in that area, which is fantastic. I have supper. After supper, I don't have any snack. I don't have anything after supper. Now, there have been a time or two where... We're all watching a movie together and somebody says, anybody want ice cream? And so everybody's having ice cream. I'll have some ice cream. Doesn't happen all the time, but it happens. Or uh, I bought the chocolate covered, dark chocolate covered almonds. And that's a snack that we can have. Sometimes that's a little sweeter, but it still has a dark chocolate on it. So it's a, a little bit better choice than just, just regular chocolate bars or whatever. 
so it's a better better option and it has dark chocolate so it's good for you and the nuts are not bad for you either so that's that's an option that i've i've made i've chose i chose to do that but fruit but i don't have anything after supper on a regular basis it's not a hard and fast rule and i usually stop eating at six o'clock but my wife and i went out for a fancy dinner the other night and it, we didn't finish eating till eight o'clock. It was like a five course meal. And it took us till eight o'clock to finish the meal. Uh, I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't eat the rest of this. That's ridiculous. If you can't live your life and enjoy your life and have a, a good date night with your wife, what's the point, right? Like, like that's why I'm doing this stuff. So I could be here longer to have a better relationship with my wife and my, my family. And that's, that's what it's all about. And to help you. Because that's my life's purpose. My life's goal is to help people. It always has been. Almost every job that I've ever had in my life has been somehow oriented towards helping people. Uh, psychiatric care. Well, even cooking. You know, you're cooking for other people. You're not cooking for yourself. So all these kind of stuff. I've always tried to get a job that helps me help people. Because I love that. I, I love helping. I, I just, I really do. I always have. So that's part of my routine is, okay, so I know that I haven't completely changed my eating habits as far as not having bread at all. I still have bread every once in a while. Uh, not having anything sweet. I still have something sweet every once in a while. But on a very consistent basis, I'm only eating between 12 and 6. For me, that's a win. And I've felt the difference. I feel... When I am struggling with my weight issue, my body gets a little harder, you know, and it's not a hard in a good way. It's harder as in the fat cells are thicker and fuller and it doesn't jiggle as much. And so when it's when I start to lose weight, it starts to jiggle even more. And eventually it's going to get to the point where it's going to be worn away. I'm also, I have in the past made uh, something called Bulletproof Coffee which is supposed to kick you into ketosis after having a, a fasting period, usually with sleep. So, you know, and it's made with uh, uh, MCT oil and uh, um, butter and you blend it in a blender and, you know, you drink it and it's really frothy and it tastes delicious and there's no sugar in it and there's no milk in it, but there's butter in it, which is more of a fat than it is a dairy, even though it's made from a dairy product. And, it's supposed to be better for you because fat does not cause your body to uh, turn into glucose. Milk sometimes does, yes. So I've been trying to do that on a regular basis. Not always because it's in the morning and sometimes I don't want to turn the blender on and bother everybody to blend up my coffee. So I don't always do that, but I want to do it more regularly. I was doing it very regularly before, but... Um, I kind of slowed that down and I stopped. Hence my patterns that I need to change. I've tried diets my whole life. I'd be on them for a while. I've been on diets where I had nothing to eat all day except for three protein shakes. And that's it. And I did that for a month. I lost 50 pounds in one month doing that. Gained... 75 back after it was over because it was so expensive i couldn't continue for more than one month and 
all the way. I didn't change anything. I didn't change my habits. I didn't change my ideas. I didn't change the way I saw myself. I didn't change any of that stuff. So it's like, it's like saying, okay, you got to put brand new oil in your car, but you don't take, you want to put the little nut back on the bottom. You pour the brand new oil and it goes right through and comes out the other side while well, you're still going to wreck your car. You need to pay attention. So, I don't want to have a lifestyle where I can't have some sort of freedom of movement. But at the same time, I also want to be committed to what I'm doing. And I am. And, and we're doing it. My wife supports me and we have a roommate and we're all working together in this process. So it's fantastic. So this is some of the things that I started doing and that I'm doing. So the envisioning things, I'm watching what I eat. I don't have sugar, processed sugar whatsoever in my diet anymore. And that's important for me because of the diabetes, because of the, I know that I know that I know that I had issues with something called candida, which is uh, uh, Norma Flora situation in my body, in my gut. And, you know, and your gut health is so critically important for all kinds of things, mood, everything. So I have to try to control candida. The only way you can control candida is by getting rid of sugars. Also carbs. And I'm doing that on a regular basis. Now when I have bread, it's usually uh, rye bread or a sourdough or something like that. I'm not having the white bread like I used to have before. Now, I know for me, white bread is probably better for me than would be like a whole wheat because of the amount of gluten and other things that are in that and the lectins that are in food that are coming against your body. You want to have as little lectins in your body as possible and lectins come from some seeds and some uh, types of fruit, tomatoes, anything that's a nightshade. Uh, can have uh, lots of lectin in it, and so that could cause problems. Beans that are not cooked properly. I love beans, and not brown beans only, but I'm just saying a mixed bean. I love, I love a med bean medley. I put that in my salad all the time when I have it. I love that, but I make sure that it's cooked extra. I have pressure cookers, and I cook them in the pressure cooker because it remo removes the lectin from the beans. Otherwise, it does have a problem in your system. It does cause you issues. And so, you know... I've learned these things and I'm taking this knowledge and I'm creating my life that I want to create. So that's what I'm doing. I'm always learning new things, always. For me, that's part of who I am. I love never ending learning. I love it. It's, it's, it's part of the joy for me. I, you know, <laughs> keep on learning and learning, learning. I'm, I'm happy. Implementing hasn't been my strong suit. Uh, I could tell you about everything I've ever learned, but implementation, uh, I just wasn't consistent in that. I am becoming consistent in that now. So and a big, another thing, just the prior to waking up is going to bed. I, I pray before I pray before I go to sleep. Um, and then when I wake, when I'm sleeping, I make sure that I get myself a good eight hours of sleep. I'm a good sleeper. I don't have issues with sleep. I know people have issues with sleep. I don't have issues with sleep. I can lay down in the bed and within five minutes, I'm sleeping and soundly asleep. So it's not an issue for me. But I still make sure that I give myself that sleep. You know, a friend of ours um, would say, if 
you want to sleep in but you cannot then get it ahead of time which means go to bed a little earlier and take your sleeping in earlier than later so you get up at the same time you normally would be but you go to sleep earlier so you're getting your sleep in time before the other time which is kind of, kind of clever but get your sleep do envisioning Watch what you're eating. If you're in a situation like me, it doesn't make a difference if you're overweight or not. It, there's a lot of people who have diabetes who are not even overweight. There's a lot of people who are eating the wrong kind of processed foods that have all kinds of terrible stuff in there that's destroying your gut biome and making your gut health really, really, really nasty and, and hard for you to deal with your cravings every day some people live off of fast food and it's very processed and it's designed to last long on a shelf or in a freezer or whatever it's not designed for you to eat and be healthy it's designed to be processed quickly and made quickly so you can consume it quickly and get very little nutrients out of it because you need to come back again and have it again you need to come back again and have it again you have a healthy whole food meal once or twice a day you don't need to eat any more than that but if you have fast food junk food whatever you want to call it you could have to do that two three times a day sometimes four times a day just to stay satiated so you're not hungry satiated sorry so for me i try to stay away from that as much as possible now i love my eating out i love my junk food i love my fast food I really do, but I make better choices. You know, I, I pick places that I know don't have as much processed process, products on the shelf. And I don't get the things that I know that are going to have a lot of sodium. You know, I might get a, a, a burger, you know, but I'll get a bacon cheeseburger. Because if I'm going to get a burger, I'm going to get a bacon cheeseburger. I'm going to make sure it's as flavorful as I can have that I want. So it's out of my system and I'm happy and I can go through my day and the next three days I don't I don't have a craving for it because hey I'm good I think that's the way to live because you know you can't always control every aspect of where you're eating and what you're eating somebody's going to give you something at some point in time that is not on your diet and unless you have something like Crohn's or some kind of ingestional problem with uh, gluten or something, well then, you know, just eat it and be happy eating it and enjoy your food. And this is a big, 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 huge factor for me is being mindful on everything I do. I'm being mindful on the way my mind works, the thoughts that pop through there, the feelings that I'm having. I'm mindful about what I'm putting in my mouth. I'm mindful while I'm putting it in my mouth. I'm mindful about the chewing, the flavors, the taste, the smells. I'm getting having saliva in my mouth right now just because I'm thinking about food. Because I love the taste of food. And this doesn't mean you can't have enjoy your food. Be mindful about it. Take your time. Enjoy the flavors. Enjoy the taste. Enjoy the smell. Enjoy the process. It'll last with you longer. Give you more satisfaction. And you won't need to do another one in five minutes. You'll be good. So be mindful about a lot of things. Be mindful about 
how you're reacting to your family members. Be mindful about how you're reacting to yourself. Be mindful if you call yourself stupid because you did something incorrectly. Don't do that. Be mindful about your environment that you live in. Are you keeping it in a mess? Are you organizing yourself? Are you? And I know it's overwhelming sometimes. You could be in a situation right now there's clutter everywhere and, you're, and you don't know where to start. Start by picking up one thing and then don't put it back. Put it somewhere where you need to put it and do another thing the next day and another thing the next day. Next thing you know, you're clean, you're organized and then you keep it up. You just put things where they're supposed to be and not have things. If you have one area in your house, at least, where you can say, okay, let's put it in that room. Let's put it in that room. But everything else is organized and clean. Okay, that's still the room you have to deal with eventually because it's still going to be a place in your mind where you're thinking about that's where all the clutter is. That's where all the clutter is. You could still think about it. It still stays in your head. But you can do this like everything else, one step at a time. One step at a time towards your goals and you'll get there. It's when you stop, you'll never get there. Don't ever stop. Even if you have a day where it's really rough and you fall and you don't do the things, you eat the things you shouldn't be eating, you don't record the video that you need to record, whatever the situation is, that is a singular moment. You take it, you accept it, you put it on a shelf. You say, okay, I screwed up that day. Tomorrow, right back at it. You wake up, you open your eyes, you close your eyes, you're in vision, you get yourself ready for the next day. Your victory is the very next minute. You failed. So what? Learn from that failure. Why did you fail? What made you do that? Did you have a bad day? Did somebody say something to you that made you feel bad about yourself? Did you then run to something? Figure it out. Be mindful. You did something for a reason. There's always a reason. It may be comfort. It may be uh, anger. It may be frustration. It may be self-doubt. Maybe whatever it is. Try to figure it out. See who you are. Yes, you have self. Everybody has self-doubt. There's people out there who are billionaires, who are super successful, doing all kinds of wonderful things, have self-doubt. But they do it anyways. Do it anyways. Just keep going. Keep going. Consistency is the key to success in anything. Anything. Even if you don't do it properly. Learn how to do it properly. Be consistent. Continue to do it. Continue to do it. And I am preaching to me. I need to be consistent. I need it. I need it for me. I need it for my mission in life. I need it for my big why. I need it for all that stuff. I, Frederick, I need it. I need it to make sure that I can change me so I can have something to give to you. That's what pain and suffering and difficulty and struggle and consistency is for. To bring you to a point where you could say, I've been there, I've done that, and here's how I did it. Here's the map. Easier for you. You won't get lost as much. Well, I hope this was helpful, informational. Probably going to have to do quite a few more stuff like this.
before I actually start interviewing people. Because I need to find people to interview and see if people are willing to step up to be interviewed. And a quick reach out already I did. Quite a few people are. So I just make to make sure that these people are the people that we want to have on here to help you the best way possible. Not just so I can just get a video in the can ready to go, but an actual helpful video. Hopefully in areas I have no clue about because I want to learn more. And if I have a clue about it, maybe I can learn more anyways. <coughs> Excuse me. So, some people call me Rev Fred. Sometimes I go by Rev Fred. Sometimes I just go by my name, Frederick. But I am here doing what I'm doing to bring more value to my life, to bring more increase in my life, to bring more uh, success and joy and peace in my life. And I'm hoping that what I have done somehow can help you bring that stuff to your life. Because I love you. Oh, I'm really <laughs> it sounds cheesy. I know. I know. It sounds so cheesy for me to say to you that I love you. But oh, man, I love you. I really do. I want so much for you to live your life to the fullest and if I need to sacrifice my comfort for that, I'm doing it. The Bible says, uh, true love is to lay down your life for your neighbor. Now, that could mean to die for your neighbor. But that also could mean to lay down your wants, your comfort, to pick up difficulties, to pick up struggles so I can bring love to you and blessing to you. And even goes deeper than that. Not just anybody, but it says to love your enemy. If you're watching this and you're following what I'm doing, you're definitely not my enemy. And if I love my enemy, how much more do I love you? I love you so much. I don't know you, but I love you. Hope to see you soon. Stay strong. Stay firm. You can do this. Change the way you envision you. You can do it. I know you can do it. You are breathing. You are watching or listening to this. That means you can. I am not special in any way except that I have chosen to walk this way. You have a choice. Life or death, you choose. My suggestion, pick life, an abundant life. Love you, bye-bye.